Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And I'm Sam Jericho. We have a special guest again in the studio. I know, right? This one came from a little closer to home, though. You want me to do the introduction? Yes, that's why I looked at you. The Wildcats own the standout Mr. Edgren Stone. Hey, Welcome guys. Thanks for having me. All right. I like the cheer, I like the cheer team. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, it's it's genuine cheers too. If that makes it any better, I'll take your word for so it. There's some people that come on the show that I don't I don't like very much at all. Who who's that? <laughs> He's sitting next to me right now. Good God, me. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, say yeah. I didn't even do. I've never done anything to you. Uh, before we get into with Mr. Stone, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow you on Instagram, Instagram and Facebook. There you go. If you're listening to this on iTunes, leave us a five star review. Five stars. Rob Van Dam five stars. Get. Whatever you wanted to in the comments, you can write whatever you want. Like, you suck. Uh, you guys aren't funny. Your show sucks. Leave whatever um, nasty comments Whatever you want, want but yeah. make sure it's five stars. I don't really care. Uh, in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com, you can write whatever you want. Uh, say hello to us. Or that we suck. Whatever. It's, yeah. We get either of those comments. Your opinions time. matter. Your yeah. opinions don't matter at all. And you'll As continue to listen to, like, a stupid <laughs> mark. So. Everyone, Everyone's opinion on the internet matters, if you didn't know. so. Someone reads it at one point in the time. Good. Every once in a while, good. you matter. Everyone matters. Everything that's a, matters. Let's, let's not go crazy, okay? <laughs> that's, that's a lie completely. <laughs> so, like Way I said, bring it down. Uh, thank you last week for having Billiam. Billiam came all the way from California. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a great week with him. Came and hung out with uh, some of the other shows in the network. We did uh, Watch Your Mouth podcast after we did this podcast on Wednesday night. Yeah, and you got Friday him night plastered because yeah, we did get him plastered. First visit nights. to Louisiana. He's never heard of a king cake before. A king cake? He never had one. He never heard of one. Has he? Ever. Did he at least know what a beignet was? No, no, he, he didn't. The know first any time of it. He, he ever ate a beignet was at Cafe Du Monde. Well, at least he went to the right place. But a king cake? At least never let, heard of it. Did he at least get one to take home? No, I'm going to send him one though. Oh, yeah. He needs to come back during Mardi Gras. Yeah, he, he does. Mi- oh, We're going to okay. try to get him to Good. come back during WrestleMania weekend. So. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Billiam, and we did uh, someone nerdy radio on Friday night. Yeah. So. We did three episodes of that. Yeah, I know. Hmm. We were up to like 2 o'clock in the morning. Drinking. And y'all bought some equipment, too. Cause we did. We got a new soundboard. So if we sound different, <laughs> it's because I have no we're idea what up. any of these buttons do. Do you even know how much you paid for that? Don't test. Don't we, say it. I just, we're, just. I, I have an idea about how much we paid for it, but we were really drunk when we paid for it. So, so there you go. <laughs> well, maybe you got ripped off. Maybe you got a good deal. No, I think I got a good deal. I think oh, it was on okay. sale. Some money off of it that I don't want to go into. But Mr. Stone's here in the studio. Hello. Hello, hello. What's up? I really, uh, I gotta say, I really have always enjoyed your stuff since you debuted on Wildcat oh, just a couple you, years ago. How long have you been wrestling? Uh, I've been wrestling for two years. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. With st- Wildcat the whole time? Or? With Wildcat the whole time. I started wrestling in general about two and a half years ago. Went through training. Went through that about six months. And the next thing I know, I was I was doing, I was doing matches yeah. and just... <laughs> Just getting in the ring and kicking everyone's ass. That's great. Has has, uh, has wrestling been something you've always wanted to do? I've been a fan of wrestling since 97. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw it on TV once as a kid, and I just like, I just want to throw people around. Like It seemed like the best thing in the world for me to do. Yeah. I, I was already bigger than most of the kids my age. Uh, 2001, I saw my first live show was Royal Rumble here oh, in, uh, in, out in New Orleans. I hate that show so much because... <laughs> what? So, all right, so I've been watching it for about as long as you. And I wanted to go to that show, right. and my parents refused to bring oh, me to that show. Oh, that's the show. That's the show. That's the show. He always talks about that show. I talk about the show. that show almost because it, it hurts me. <laughs> oh, it's, one, it's not just that it was the Royal Rumble, which is one of my favorite just concept shows in general, 
But that specific show is is actually one of the best shows that the WWE's ever put it's on. The sh- no, that was the show that made me want to even actually do wrestling. I already enjoyed watching it. That was the show that made me want to not do wrestling because I was so bitter <laughs> about it for years. But it's good that it inspired someone in a positive way. Uh, no, Stone Stone Cold won the whole. Run. I know it was awesome. <laughs> oh, so this is a Stone Cold one. Stone Cold right. won the Rumble. Uh, he had a beer. He had a beer with the Rock, like off off can. I'm guessing off uh, film mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, there's the. Uh, it the, was, but it was incredible. That uh, the Benoit Jericho ladder matches on that same show. Oh, yes. Yes. okay. Yes. I know which one it is. Okay, so third this is the first Austin Rumble or the second one? The third one. Oh, yeah. the third one. Okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, the mean, record breaker. I, I got my I got my first souvenir. I got Rikishi, the old school Rikishi glasses, the big oh, yellow wow. ones. Nice. I, did, I was doing the dance in the stands. I didn't even care. They <laughs> were like, "Who's this little kid?" Oh, I, I just didn't care. How old are you? I am 26. 26. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah. God, you're a baby too. I'm such an old man. You're not that old. Oh. I'm old now. But uh... 20, 26. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's just <laughs> someone saying, 26, ah, you're still a baby. Yeah. So pretty much, <laughs> even though you said I'm still a baby at 10, you said I'm still a baby at 16. 18, I'm, I'm finally legal. To, I'm trying to. 21, I can drink alcohol. <laughs> 26, I feel old, but you're still going to stand in my face and say, oh, you're still a baby. We're just, we're stinging because we both just had our birthdays. I just had my birthday this past yeah. weekend, so, so I'm like so kind of hurting about it. What? Out. Oh. Oh, know, you, just turned, you just, I just turned, turned 30. 30. I know, right? I'm so old. I, that is the prime of a man. <laughs> I'm still uh, waiting to hit my prime. Was uh was Rikishi one of your favorite wrestlers? Rikishi was definitely one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, I mean, his I'm a fan of his sons, the Usos and stuff like yeah. that. I think they're doing great now in WWE on SmackDown. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I love no, SmackDown, Rikishi yeah. was always funny. He was always fun and funny to watch. Yeah. I mean, you see a dude fighting a giant diaper. Throwing yeah. his ass in someone's face. <laughs> it's kind of funny when it's not your face, of course. Yeah. So then uh, we ask all of our guests that come on here. We always want to ask uh, who your favorite all-time inactive and active wrestlers. So would you say that Rikishi is one of your top five favorite inactive guys? Yes, I definitely, definitely. would. Uh, well, he got a lot of flack because when, when he was in the Rumble, that show that you're at, he was a heel at the time. And yeah. A lot of people, that was right after he uh, ran over kill. Stone Cold yeah, yeah, for yeah. The Rock, which I actually really liked because I thought it was such a, it was such a swerve. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, it's such it's a such a ridiculous storyline that when you bring it up to people now, people completely people, it like goes completely their over, their, over their heads. But at they the don't time, even it was it. crazy. Yeah. No, uh, I was always a fan of Rikishi when he was a when he was a babyface because he always got to do the dance and you know everyone always got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I practically memorized that dance as a kid. Uh, when he went heel, I still loved him. I still cheered. Yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> it's like everyone's like boo boo. I'm like shut up. He's still awesome. No, he's definitely he is definitely one of my top five inactive. Uh, of course, The Rock, Stone Cold, mm-hmm. uh, big fan of Edge. Okay, yeah. And uh, number five would have to be the game. Wow, that's a very that's a, that's but, a good list. I mean, it's it's although it's all the top guys from that specific Royal Rumble. Error. You guys know that the I attitude error was a very big error for me. Like yeah. that was the biggest thing. I most entertaining. I mean, that's basically when I became a fan. Was in oh, attitude yeah. error. Yeah, is when it started and started building up and everything like that. I called you a baby, but I'm only a little bit older. So, like, I grew up during the Attitude Era, too. I think all of our inactive... Do you is... remember the Attitude Era? Yeah. You're so remember. old now that I didn't know if you, if you remembered it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was 40 back then, yeah. so, you know. Uh, I know that you used to ago. say that when you were a kid, you went to go see um, Luthez having his first wow. match. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> you had to reach into a time machine <laughs> yeah, for that one. Half our listeners have no idea who that is. Well, they should know who that is. <laughs> I don't even think half the listeners' parents know who that one is, even if they were <laughs> wrestling it? fans. I grandparents believe, possibly i might this might not be correct but i'm pretty sure before wrestlemania 3 the original 
attendance record for a wrestling match was between Luthez and Buddy Rogers in the 60s. Okay. With, with like 70,000 people. Really? In a baseball field. It was crazy. I you can watch it on, on like, you can find clips of it online stuff, but it's the... The footage is so terrible that it's Obviously. almost unwatchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You um, know, you remember how that was, Chris. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm only 34. <laughs> I mean, good God. 34? Oh, man. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. You're the same age as women I date. <laughs> nice. Okay, so, um, <laughs> a good list. Uh, it is a, it's, it's the who's who of the Attitude Era. It's the guys, that, other than Rikishi. Rikishi I like, but, it, yeah. but uh, Edge has a good... You know, he has a terrible spear. I was about to say he had a good spear. I don't like the... I like saying that every time somebody brings up Edge on this show, his spear is terrible. It really even wasn't about his, his spear. No, it's it everything was, else it was, about it was him. his attitude, yeah. his personality, his intensity yeah. when he came out. That was the biggest mm-hmm. parts of it yeah. for me. The rated R superstar. You're just such a... Exactly. A, a, a spear mark. I really am. Like Goldberg, Roman Reign, Matt Lancey. I'm just going to go ahead and throw <laughs> that one out there. Wow, okay. <laughs> Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so you were, so, so you were cheering when I took that spear when I took yeah, when I've I took you, the spear. Yeah, I've seen you take a spear oh, from Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you smiled. Yeah, uh, a little bit. I might have cheered. Oh, you know, I was definitely standing up. You know, I still got a choke slam or two in me if you like to test those too. <laughs> Just saying. Um, that's <laughs> moving right along. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm Spears sorry. Spears are fun. I'm choke slams, you got to pick up somebody. Just saying. Because this is this is a big. You're a big guy. How how tall? Yeah, are how tall are you? I am six three. Okay, and uh, about two hundred and fifty pounds. So like almost a whole foot taller than me. He's got six percent body fat. Not that much. You, you're building me up way too high. I, 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 I would say probably about 12, 12 <laughs> between go, twelve yeah. and fifteen, somewhere around there. It, it's been a hard. It's been a. It's been fun though. I mean, six months ago, I was I was about two sixty five, and I was I was bulking, so I my uh, body fat percentage was like twenty, so I was able to drop it drastically. And uh, like I've and I've lost like thirty five pounds so far. Oh wow! And now I'm trying to actually build up, but build up solid and stuff like that. Always trying to stay. You seem like a very athletic guy. Did you play a lot of sports when you were in like in high school and things like that? Yeah, I mean, growing up, like since the age of five, I've been playing sports. My dad oh, wow. basically just like, "What do you think of this? That's cool. Let's try it." Uh, when I got to high school, I played basketball, football, and baseball for a little bit, and then. It just became basketball and football, and then I got a scholarship to play football in college, which so, was pretty cool. So when did you make the decision to, to say, I want to be a pro wrestler now? When I got my degree, and okay. uh, I mean, and I basically was like, I got my degree, no one can tell me anything. Like My pops, my pops even asked me, he's like, all right, so what now? He's like, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. He's like, <laughs> you got your degree, I can't tell you <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. What's your degree in? Uh, psychology. Okay. Right. Awesome. So, so how did you find Wildcat? So, so you've been training with Wildcat Sports, and you're one of their top guys now. How did you find them and take the road to use that school to train to be a wrestler? Uh, I actually, as soon as I, like I said, as soon as I uh, graduated, I was I wanted to be a professional wrestler, a professional wrestler. So I started looking for everything. Okay. Wildcat Sports came up. I mean. It, uh, I went to one of those shows yeah. and I I enjoyed it so much. I mean, you've yeah. been there. Yeah, I've been going to. The, so so you hadn't been a you hadn't been seeing the shows. You went to one of the shows and, uh, and how great I they were, inst- yeah. instantly became a fan. Yeah, I which was weird. It's like I'm gonna be a fan and and an athlete. Yeah, exactly. And a superstar for I'm like, ah, this is this is gonna be different. I'm gonna be my own my own fan. It's yeah, a little strange, but uh, it's no, hard, it's hard not to be a fan of Wildcat. No, it hey. really it really really is. It really is the people the people that we meet. Uh, just it's. Some of them you form bonds instantly. Some of them it mm-hmm. takes a little while, but they're always good people. Yeah, and it's like and Wildcat. Not only they teach you how to be a wrestler, but they teach you actually how to be a wrestler who can work with people, mm-hmm. who can actually like be. You don't have to worry about this dude screwing you over at one point. This guy's gonna 
do his best and you got to do your best. Yeah. Well, it's such a, it has such a old school meets new school <coughs> feel to the production. Yeah. They bring in all the veteran guys to work with a lot of their younger, newer talent. And there seems like they have such an old school mentality to how they book the shows, how they run the shows. Yeah. Everything is... Do the, do the first step right and then take the next step forward. But then the choices that they make with the storytelling, that yeah. as a fan personally, it blows my mind how they take things which feel like, I'd argue, fantasy booking scenarios. We, we were talking to Danny Flamingo when he won the Revolution Rumble. I was watching that show when I was while the Revolution Rumble was happening thinking it's going to come down to Danny and Luke again. Yeah. And then I thought, but there's no way they're going to do that because that would be too awesome. Yeah. And then it did happen. Yeah. And another thing, so the way Wildcat runs with the students from what I've observed is similar to how New Japan does it where the guys that are coming up there are still training that aren't in the ring yet work the crew or like the security guys on the show. Yeah. And then eventually once they learn their craft, they get to participate in the shows. I mean, it's all it's one, all one big process because yeah. everyone who shows up, they're all trying to achieve a dream of being a professional wrestler. I mean, even if you look at one of our promotions that we post up on Instagram, the pictures that we post up on Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that, one of them, you see Luke Hawks running down the center and right behind him is a security guy. It's me. Yeah, that's, we'll see, I'm that's just, what I'm, I'm just standing. I'm just standing there like, that was two years ago. Yeah. And now and you're, now and now I'm doing this. Yeah. So I mean, and that's what's so great about it is that um, I think it was Johnny Flex. He's such a unique character. Uh, you know, unique. He is... stands out. You see Johnny Flex, you know who Johnny Flex is. And I remember seeing him working security on the shows. So when he debuted as Johnny Flex with the yeah. Pump Patrol, everyone with that was with me all knew, oh, he's finally on the show. Yeah. And then it kind of made us hip to how that works. Oh, the, all the security guys working the shows are probably guys wanting to get in the ring. And when that when I made that connection, I I thought to myself, it'd be really cool if during one of these shows some of the security guys just jumped some guys in the ring. But then again thought there's no way they would ever do that because that would be just so crazy. And then lo yeah. and behold a few years ago or how long ago was that? That was two years ago this past I think over the past some this past summer. Okay, so no. how does so how does that work? So you're you're training, you're learning your craft. Someone just comes up to you one day and goes, "Okay, so you're on the show, and this is how it works." I'm just like, uh, we basically get told what uh, what's about to be set up, okay. about what uh, we we want to do, and basically wait for a certain moment. And me and Russ Rafford, I know you guys had him on the show before. Yeah, the handouts. Yeah, we decided just like it was time to just kind of show off a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I mean, when you when you walk into a place, you realize. You, there's only two people that are over six, like six three. Yeah, and it's me and another guy who wants to get in the ring. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not jump a few people? Yeah, you stand out. Exactly. No, no pun intended. <laughs> the standout, Russ Rafford. There really was. Don't roll your eyes at me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you debuted. You, you we you uh, were security guards we were security. for Wildcat. You yeah. attacked. We we attacked uh, at the end of a tag team match. We attacked four different wrestlers and beat the crap out of all of them <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i was so pumped i was i had so much adrenaline pumping I, I was so intensified it was almost like it was almost like i blacked out and just my body took over just started just hitting people so when the, when you get back through the curtain after something like that does it feel like you go from being a wrestling fan in the audience at the Royal Rumble in New Orleans, not with me because I wasn't there. To you gotta let that go. To making that debut, you gotta let that go. Does it feel like I've done what I wanted to do, or does it feel like this is the first step of getting more towards what I want to do? It feels like this is just the beginning. Okay. And yeah. uh, 
there's so much more that I can do and that I want to do. It's like, if this is just how you, this is just from the start, yeah. you can't imagine what's going to happen when you even think that you're coming near the end of the road. Like, it's just like each time I get ready for a match, it's, I'm nervous, I'm anxious, I'm ready to go. And it's a, it's a undescribable feeling really. Yeah. Of excitement, of intensity, just flowing through your body. It was funny you were talking about like the old, like old school wrestling. How you say we have an old school feel. Mm-hmm. I honestly enjoy that, and I prefer that. Yeah, I so do I. I'm not much for for what for what we call spotty, very yeah. spotty matches. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of them. Uh, I like to actually tell the story. Tell stories, yeah. Well, it's uh-huh. it's one of those when it was nothing but that style. Yeah, it. I can understand wanting to implement something new. But now what was new is now everywhere. Exactly. So now the old school style of, of less is more and more of a story driven style is so refreshing and is what I've been pining for for so long. Kind of. Well, it, it's it's funny though. Like Wildcat, it still it still keeps the the spirit of good entertainment wrestling alive. Yeah. I and in my heart, I believe that. I'm just I've never been a fan of just let me do a front flip here so you can do a back flip here. Yeah. You take a super kick, I'll take a super kick, we pop right back up and do something big. Yeah. And then next thing you know, things that back in the day would would end a match. You just, just hit you just hit three in a row on somebody. Next thing you know, they're right back up like they never like it never happened. And I was just like, oh, this this is not no. Slow pace, telling a story. Uh one one match that honestly recently stuck up to stuck stood out to me was uh we I think we were talking about this before. Uh, Velveteen Dream and Alistair Black. Velveteen Dream and Alistair Freaking Black. Freaking amazing. Was a that, match. that match. It was amazing. It it kept my attention the entire match. Mm-hmm. I was entertained. I could keep up with the story. And so simple. It was, it was such simple. a great, a good story from has a beginning, a middle, and end. And it does what wrestling, I feel, is what should happen, which is someone won yeah. and someone lost, but both guys come off better for having the match. Exactly. Like it, you literally at the end of the match find yourself like I don't care. I don't even care who wins, who loses. Yeah. <laughs> just don't stop. Just keep yeah. this thing going. If you can keep it going, I will stay entertained. This could be an hour match. It doesn't matter. You're telling a story. I'm entertained by this. I think, and that's the beauty of NXT. We talk about it a lot on the show, which is people can have the same match in NXT and then have just as strong of a match on the main roster, and it doesn't come off as well. <laughs> And I think a lot of that has to do with there's no ceiling on NXT. If you don't do well, the goal of NXT is to get everyone over. Yeah. If that makes sense. And that's what's so great about the strength of the indie wrestling scene, which is the same way. You go to a Wildcat show and it feels everyone on that show not only is trying to get over, but that everyone on the show wants everyone on there to get over. Yeah. No one's trying to hustle someone down just because they want to take their spot. Everyone's trying to elevate everyone. Exactly. Everyone, everyone's literally trying to step their game up each time they get in the ring. And that's, that's what I love. It literally creates not, it creates competition, but a good competition that allows everyone to literally push everyone. So it works, it works out great. Otherwise, uh, like, and I've done other shows where it's, been very one-sided mm-hmm. guys like let me do this 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 and then i'll let you do one move <laughs> I'm like, yeah i don't think that's gonna that's not how it's gonna work yeah so you you've worked for wildcat for a couple of years where else have y'all done the shows at because we always feel really bad because the shows are out of state and we're like man how do yeah. we get there to go watch the wildcat show in philadelphia and stuff like that that uh the philly the philly show that was an amazing experience i had me personally i've never been to philadelphia yeah. And uh, 
I uh, the one of one of the biggest things for me, and you're probably gonna laugh, and you're probably gonna call me a big fat ass, but I don't care. I wanted a Philly cheesesteak so bad, <laughs> and it would suck is I had to wait until after the show because I didn't want to come out bloated yeah. and all that, all that stuff. And it, I know it's sad. It's so it's so no, gym ratty. You're talking to a fat guy here. It's, I don't it's really so care. it's so gym ratty. It's like I don't even care. But uh, no, but the second I had a Philly cheesesteak, it was amazing. But the show itself, working with guys from MCW out in Maryland, uh, working with some of the, some of the ECW guys from yeah. from back in the day, that was an amazing thing. Just meeting them was, I instantly became a little kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it became like a little child. Like, I, uh, can can I have can uh can I have your Good autograph picture picture something just like some kind of memory. But no, I, even uh, when I had my match at, out there, I think that was probably one of my most nerve wracking matches. That I was just I was different, different I was crowd. Oh, yeah, is it because of the crowd that the fact that you're in the ECW arena, the all the of history it. of that, all of it. It's like I grew up watching matches in this place. Now I'm about to do a match there. Yeah. Uh, I only know a few people out in this ring. Only a few people know me, so I have to make another name for myself and yeah. push my push myself as well. And I'm just like, all right, it's a make or break. You either you either do your job or you get booed all day. Yeah. <laughs> I, one thing you realize, like these fans, they are unforgiving if you mess yeah, up. Yeah. You mess up. <clears throat> you it is unforgiving, and they do not let you forget. But I mean, that's got to be a great feeling to go into arguably a potentially hostile environment in the ECW in the Philadelphia area and to get respected and get admiration from the fans from having that kind of a hardcore, easy to just kind of throw elbows at the at the wrestlers and go, well, these guys suck, and to get the, wow, to get I the, like these guys. These, yeah. This was great. This was a good show. Yeah, we had, a, we had a very good turnout. We had very good feedback from it, so I was really happy about that. And uh, I mean, I had a few people afterwards I'd never met before asking for my autograph to sign stuff. So, to sign Wildcat merchandise, and I was—I mean, it made me feel great. Yeah, and it's times like that that uh, really helped me realize, like, this I'm, is why you're doing. Yeah, it. this yeah. is what I'm doing. Like, uh, what was it? One of our matches at uh, Grace King High School. Uh, it was the uh, eight-man tag match. Mm-hmm. It was us versus uh, Pump Patrol, Bob Holly, uh, Bruiser, Bruiser, and then Luke—I mean, Luke Hawks, Matt Lancey. Uh, Calm down, Chris. I know Matt's in there, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, L L um, M L. Yeah, I'm just gonna say M L for short. <laughs> I keep I I've um I keep telling them that they need to call themselves the Southern Outlaws. I don't know why I'm so uh, so heavy into getting wanting them to use that for whatever reason. Oh my god, that that works though. That it works. Right? It, you know. it, it, it definitely works. Uh, but no, like that match itself, just working with working with people that have coached me. Yeah, working with people that I looked up to, all in one match. How is it to work getting in the ring with Hardcore Holly? I'm not gonna lie, I you forget. You forget exactly who you are. Like you yeah. forget that you're a wrestler now. Yeah. In the ring with with, with Bob Holly, not. Oh hi, I'm a fan in the yeah. ring with Bob Holly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's but it's just Bob is Bob is probably one of the just upfront, straight in your face, tell you the truth kind of guys. And I respect that more than anything when you yeah. can be honest with somebody and push them to be better. Yeah. And Bob Bob's just he's great. And in all of that. Okay, so we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back and we'll talk to Stone about his run in with Brock Lesnar on Monday Night Raw oh, over this why? summer, as well as <laughs> his thoughts on the current wrestling product. That's we'll be up. right back. No, bring up me getting a black eye. In 
imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. So you want me to take it back? Do you want us to go back on the air? We're on the air right now. Do you want me to segue back into talking to Mr. Stone? Is that what you is that what you want? No, I'm just wondering. Why are you looking at me so angry? Continue to have our conversation <laughs> with each other. What's what what going on? Yeah, we'll just, what's, what's we'll just look at each other and talk to each other. And it's we're fine. back. Back here with Wildcats standout Edgren Stone. What's up? So before the break, we were talking about doing the Philadelphia show. You guys just did a show in North Carolina too, right? For, yes, uh, uh, WrestleCade. WrestleCade, yeah. How did that yeah. go? Uh, it was... Yeah, I it was a great, amazing experience. I went, uh, I went a year before this. This okay. is my second WrestleCade. Uh, first one I did a Rumble. This match, uh, this year I did a ten uh, man tag, five yeah. on five. How did that go? Uh, that... It's Team Wildcat versus Team Sh- uh, Top Shelf guys from AML res- Wrestling. Okay, mm-hmm. we came home with a victory. As Wild- you should have, of course. Yeah. Wildcat, Wildcat is the best. We know this. If it ain't Wildcat, it ain't wrestling. You yeah. know, you know how it goes. But uh. The thing that made this show so interesting for me, it was my first match I've ever worked already hurt. Okay. A couple, uh, few weeks ago, I had had a little accident at training, and I ended up getting a deep bruise and strain in my quad. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, as girly as it may sound, it is probably one of the most painful things <laughs> I've ever felt. I lost basically complete flexibility in my leg. My like I couldn't even kick my foot back. I couldn't raise my knee. Uh, so imagine riding like that for 14 hours, for 14 hours, 14 hours. Up, there, yeah, up there doing the match. I, I taped it like crazy. Yeah. I put a sleeve all over it just so I could hobbled look, one leg look bionic. Yeah. And yeah, I, and yeah, mm. I hobbled, I hobbled. There was no running. Uh, I only could do what I could. And at the end of it, I just wanted a chair, and I did not want to stand up for the rest of the trip. Was that the first time you've been injured? That was the first time I've been injured uh, in wrestling. Right, right. Uh, I know that, and I know you. You probably just wanted to push through and just do everything that you could. I am probably one of the most stubborn people you'll ever meet. Yeah, I I could break my arm and literally just like if someone can pop it in, I'm gonna try to fight still. I don't see the bone. There's no need for a doctor. Exactly. Is there blood? Okay, then we're fine. But you were telling me you were telling me that Tommy Dreamer was trying to ease you back. Uh, I actually, I got a chance to talk to Tommy and, uh, I, I, I wanted to get some advice on this. This is my first time ever working injured, yeah. first time ever doing anything. And, and I wanted some advice. I asked Tommy, like, what advice do you have for someone working injured for the first time? And, uh, very simple stuff. It's like, don't try anything that's pushing your limits. Yeah. Stick to your, know your limits, stick to your limits. 
So I didn't try to do any flips or spins yeah. or anything or even try to run. I literally kept to a small a small movement. Because uh, when you're a wrestler, if you permanently injure yourself, yeah, that's, that's it. it. You're, you're that's done. That's it. Uh, I mean, my, my career could end before it even started. Like, uh, even since then, that was during Thanksgiving. So it's been two weeks since then. I've taken, I've taken some time off, but my leg is healing and I will be back training. I'm already started getting back in the gym training. Now I'll be back in the ring next week. So we, we, we covered in before the break, your top five favorite, um, retired inactive, wrestlers, yeah. inactive wrestlers. Who would you say are your top five? <laughs> I know. You forgot. I know. What all right, to say right. I know. I, I, I give you all the heat for, for saying retired, retired old. <laughs> you, yeah, you use those kinds of terms as like old fart, you know, blah, blah, blah. Grace. Those guys that are. The guys my age. Yeah. Okay. So you're. Um, for active wrestlers, awesome. guys working right now, who would you say are your top five? My as a person, like as a fan, you know. Personally, as a fan. Uh, I would have to say Braun Strowman. Okay. Yeah, that's a good... Guy, I, no guy, one said that, but I mean, he's he's also the hasn't been around for very long, but he he's making some but waves. But he's picked up faster than anybody I've seen, really. Yeah. Like, with like they pushed him faster than anything. This dude's 385 pounds doing doing kip-ups. Yeah. <laughs> like, he did... He, he, and jumping on the, on the top rope, I'm like, okay. Yeah, he's the weirdness. Nobody would have put him on a list a year ago. Oh, yeah. He would have been on a lot of lists this year. Oh, yeah. For sure, that oh, dude's yeah. like grown as a wrestler, as a character, everything a hundred times this year. When he when he first came out, uh, just with the black sheep whole mm-hmm. gimmick, yeah. I'm like, this dude's gonna be nothing more than a muscle. And then and then whenever Wyatt family breaks apart, he's gonna be gone. No, he stood out on his own. He did everything. I'm like, this dude's even. This dude even talks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, he didn't even go onto NXT TV. I was, no. I was, I went to Florida a few years ago where they were doing some NXT house shows where most of the big stars that they put on TV aren't there. It's for the guys in developmental yeah. to, to learn how to work in front of a crowd. And he was on one of those shows in the tag match where he barely did anything. I was yeah. like, this guy's huge. Yeah. But I didn't really even get to see what he could do because he, he. I don't even think he tagged in. I think he just. Made the save later, and that was really it. Yeah. So then, and then a few months later, he shows up on television as one of the Wyatt. Exactly. Like, well, that, that's crazy. He didn't even go to NXT TV. Well, I mean, you're you're six ten, six. Yeah. It's like six nine, six six ten, three hundred eighty pounds, eighty five pounds, looking like a strong man. Yeah. Do you really need? Do you really need to go through NXT and just run through people? He was a a rosebud. <laughs> He was a rosebud. He was, yeah. Just wanna, that's true. Just to point that I out. I mean, basically, like basically, him going through NXT is ba- would basically be like what they're doing with Lars Sullivan in NXT right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah most definitely. And, yeah. and I actually am a fan of him. I wouldn't put him in my top five, but a yeah, big man but, style. I like his big I, man style. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of big man, a uh, big man style in general because I am a big guy. But at the same time, I like big guys who are agile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like Roman Reigns, he's a he's a big dude. He's not a gigantic guy, but he's he's a big dude and he's very agile. Uh, Randy Orton, like guys like that. Those are those two actually are in my top five. Roman and Roman Orton. and, and whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Romans in your top five? Actually, yeah, I'm I actually know, he's a fan. speaking on the internet about Roman Reigns in a positive way. I know, I know that, it's that crazy. You know, what? I don't care. He's he's got Matt Lancey and there's, Roman Reigns are his two favorite. Look, wrestlers. There's not and many there's... action figures that I have. <laughs> But I'm just happy to meet another person okay, that likes all, Roman Reigns. The the statement "there's not many action figures that I have" is not accurate. I mean, wrestling action <laughs> okay, figures. Yeah. Let me put that up. Um, Roman Reigns is one of my favorite wrestlers, and they make fun of me on this podcast all the time. About I it. don't. And I I like Roman Reigns. He does. I just no, think it's funny that I like you 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 promote it 
unabashed as if you have no idea that he gets the hate that he does. <laughs> I don't care that. But that's great does. though, you know. Like who you uh, like. I uh, I I'm a Roman Reigns fan. I like his style. I like yeah. how I like what he's doing with his character. Mm-hmm. As as a fan, I like him. I think that some fans don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do think that some people I do think that sometimes he gets a little bit more attention than most. Yeah, because I mean, we all we all know. Yeah, that's Vince's guy. Mm-hmm. Well, now he just he just did nothing that in, wrong with he that. just did that interview where with Corey Graves where he said that he thinks he's the best in ring performer in the world right now. Did he which, say that? Yes, and everyone's throwing shade at him about See, it. Okay, but at the same time, if you're a wrestler and you get interviewed, you should be. Everyone yeah, should be saying that they're the, the best, best, right? Exactly. But because it's him, because it's him, it's yeah. like oh, it's like oh, you know, that's the funny thing though with him, he could say that. Everybody's like, what a load of crap. AJ Styles come up. like Exactly, yeah. If you he said yes, you'd be like, yes, yeah, okay. Is. Yes, he is. Honestly, my other two, Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. mainly for his character. His character work is, uh, is so great. I, I, I love the lunatic. I love the lunatic gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's basically, I mostly, most of the time, like, like the guys who I can relate to with my own character. Yeah. With my own natural personality. I have a hot streak to me. I mean, you see him when I get in the ring. Yeah. Like you see me outside the ring and inside the ring. Outside the ring, I'm I'm everybody's friend. Like we're cool. Let's yeah. go get beer. Inside the ring, you get my way. I might I might have to snap your neck. Yeah, it's just it's just how I've always been with competition in general. Yeah, the shield is so in, when they first showed up and they were just three guys that nobody knew. The characters of Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose that exist today were all there from the beginning. Yeah, you can go back and watch. The second they came out in that Kevlar, they're all those characters. Oh, Dean yeah. Ambrose has been that lunatic guy that whole time. You just didn't notice it because you just because were looking at the group one, mentality. Yeah. So that kind of consistency that he's been Dean Ambrose the whole time and he knows who he is. That's stands because out a bunch. that's just that dude. I mean, on Total I Divas, he's exactly well, that's like a, that. That's him doing Dean <laughs> yeah, Ambrose on Total that. Divas too. But, no, but. Hey, but you gotta look at it. If you actually do, like, look at some of Dean's previous matches, this dude's done a number of death matches. Death yeah. matches, the hardcore like, matches. Like, oh I'm, yeah. And like, if you actually watch them, it's like. I'll be honest. If I went through that stuff, I wouldn't have much yeah. feeling towards anything. <laughs> yeah. I just be like, like somebody, if someone just told me, it's like, oh my god, you're my favorite wrestler in the world. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. good, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> you, want that, sign, you want me to sign something, or can I go? Yeah, I hope that works out for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. good job. Yeah, <laughs> you get an A plus for that. And then your last favorite <laughs> current wrestler. Uh let's see. It's a toughie to go. My my last one. You know what? I will honestly go. With uh, Seth Rollins, got the there whole shield. Up there. The whole shield. Yeah. That's great. He's like the the guy. The guy works everyone, and he works. And he he's worked. He works better now. Yeah. Uh, there was a whole debacle back in the day. It was like he was hurting people, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. in this sport, you're gonna get hurt. Yeah. But I mean, I'm a fan of him. He's a, he's agile. He's actually pretty tall, dude. The only thing I have against the guy. Is that he likes CrossFit? CrossFit Jesus, man. <laughs> not a CrossFit guy. I'm not, I, I, I'm not a CrossFit guy. I but... watch CrossFit for the sake of watching people drop a bar on their face. Yeah, <laughs> it is the funniest thing in the world. It is got to be one of the most watched things on YouTube. Yeah, and it's just okay. So there's one way to lift. Let's <laughs> let's 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 give it 16 different variations and throw in some crazy bands. And throw the weight away from our bodies, but allow it to drop on us. Let's find a way to hurt ourselves on purpose through weightlifting. That's, 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 that's the best way to describe CrossFit. <laughs> Let's find a new way to hurt ourselves. Look, this is too easy. I'm not hurting myself anymore. Let's do something crazy. Let me do some bench with some rubber bands and try to catch it with my face. 
I have a, f- a few friends that are into <laughs> CrossFit and everything. Last time they were trying to get me to come out with them. He's like, well, I have a competition coming up. I was like, a competition to work out? Tell me, explain this to me. So he's like, yeah, there's a whole point system to it. So it puts your time against other people's time. I was like, there's a competition of working out is what you're explaining to me. Yeah. I don't get it still. I used to work out a lot way back in the day. And like now I'm super out of shape and the fat guy because I love food. Philly cheesesteaks, man. I you're love old. food. You're old. <laughs> I love food. I have a six pack. What's up? <laughs> I got three kids too. Because you're not so. doing the CrossFit. Hey, you were doing CrossFit. Yeah. If I okay. do CrossFit, maybe I'll have a, a I don't have any kids that I know of. Mm-hmm. Knock on some wood. I hope that is actual wood. I think so. Because it did not sound like <laughs> no, it. it and now I'm very nervous. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't have any any little me's running around. So yeah. I guess I guess you win in that in that sense. So your current wrestlers, um, I have a whole new level of respect for you because you put Roman Reigns on that <laughs> list. Um, you did not put Brock Lesnar or Samoa Joe on your list, though. I noticed that. Ironically, does that have anything to do with something that happened over the summer? I knew this was going to get brought up. I <laughs> okay, knew this was going to get before, brought up. Before we get into that, um, whenever, how does that, I've always been curious as to how that works in terms of, did you have to submit a, I've heard James Ellsworth talk about it when he worked with WWE, when he had his match with Braun Strowman. When you're not part of the active roster and they need talent to come onto the show, is that something where... Because you're part of Wildcat, that they look towards y'all because they know that you guys are the number one group in the New Orleans area when they come through. Only is it that group. kind of thing? That is that is correct. I, uh, whether we're the only group, whether there are other groups, we are the best group. Okay, thank there you. you. That's, Thank let's you. put it that way. That's, that's let's put it that there way. You go. But yeah, I they 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 talk to us every time they come to the city. Uh, even with WrestleMania coming here. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're kicking off WrestleCon on April on uh, April eighth, April sixth, April sixth. Uh, is at WrestleCon at the Sugar Mill. I mean, that's a huge opportunity for us to get to get even bigger. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to watch some really good wrestling, I would definitely recommend coming to see this. Oh no, I'm, I mean, I'll be there obviously, but because I don't miss a show. But particularly to be part of the WrestleMania weekend when the when they did WrestleMania 30, unfortunately Wildcat wasn't where it is now. Yeah, and they didn't do a shoot, didn't do a show as part of. They wrestled on a lot of the shows there. You yeah. had Wildcat presence, but they didn't throw their own show this year. There's going to be an actual Wildcat yeah, it's run wild, show. Yeah, it's Wildcat territory. It's our show. Yeah, it's going to be so great. Yeah. So does it, but is it at a level where they think, well, we're going to be going through New Orleans, we want to use guys, or is it whatever the story calls for, we need X amount of guys and we need to bring those people on? So basically what this is used for is it's, they basically contact Luke Hawks first. Okay. I mean, everyone, everyone knows Luke. Yeah. Luke is known all over the world. They basically contact him and he's like, who do you want us to see? Who do you want us? Uh, who, who, like who? Who's been working hard, basically? Okay. And uh, I got a chance to go. I got a chance to go twice. Uh, I got a chance to go last January when they were here. Okay. And uh, I actually did a dark match. I did a, a match just in front of some of the commentators and some of the other superstars. Oh wow! Okay. And I got a chance to do that like uh, before the show, like almost yeah, like almost like yeah. A- it was it was hours before the show. It was just a chance just to do, like, basically, it was a tryout. Yeah, I was going to say, and, an uh, unofficial tryout, yeah. tryout kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, who would I have it with but none other than Johnny Flex. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, basically, I got the chance just to whoop, just to <laughs> whoop the shit out of Johnny Flex. And it was, it was I, I want to say a paradise, but, I mean, it's just not a good enough word. Yeah. So then fast forward to this summer and then they tell you, so how does the, you, you show up at the show and they tell you what you're doing? Well, they always have multiple skits set up. They have multiple yeah. 
pieces set up for the shows and stuff like that. And uh, basically, they take, depending on what they need for it, that's the type of people that they take. Yeah. Like, we need security. Let's get the 6'3 big black guy to, yeah. to run down the ramp and, and so apparently they, get his ass kicked. So, they yeah. So, they point at you and he's like, so you're running security now. And you go, oh, okay, great. Awesome. He's like, so yeah, we're gonna get you in the, we're gonna get you in the ring with Samojo and Brogless, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? Uh, so, so what am I doing? I'm just reprimanding them. He's no, like, you have to pull them apart. He's like, so yeah, they're gonna go at it. You're gonna pull them apart. Brock's gonna lay you out. Little did I know that Brock was going to hit me in the eye. Yeah. When he hit me, uh, I had like a nice little nail cut in my eye. My half my eye was black. Oh wow. Uh yeah. Well, I mean, getting a shine from Brock Lesnar might be. I mean, it's a badge of honor. Right? I'm like a lot. Like a lot of people who like who saw it, they text me like, "I can't believe you just did that." <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like you just took you just took a shot from from Brock Lesnar, a UFC, a WWE champion, all yada yada yada. I'm like, yeah, my eyes hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this. I I did this exactly right, but my eye gets busted. And the worst part about it, the worst part of the whole thing is I'm laying on the ground. Like on the outside of the wall, and I open my eyes and I just look up. All I all I can hear is little kids snapping pictures of me. Ooh, ooh, Brock Lesnar fucked you up. I'm like, <laughs> this is these kids are mean. Kids man. are very mean. Kids are kids are ruthless. Yeah, like they they have their own rules. You you mess up, they they just eat you alive. It's not even funny. Kids are kids assholes. Are assholes. There you I, go. <laughs> uh, look, I honestly think from the age of twelve to twenty-one, mm-hmm. kids are in their own group, and I call them ales. I call them arrogant, ignorant little shits. And I swear, I think that every twelve to twenty-one-year-old just need some. I at one point in their life needs to get punched in the face. I, I say that a lot, but a lot of people, a lot of people are really just <laughs> big assholes because they've never been punched before. Exactly. So it's like the world could be cured a little bit better. If, if someone more just, people punched, threw down. just punched them in the face. The only reason you think no one will punch you in the face is because no one's Someone done it yet. Before. <laughs> and before I was even wrestling, I was a bouncer on Bourbon Street. I believe it. How many dudes, I'm like, how many dudes would get in my face because they think that the security guard won't punch you in the face? Yeah. And it's great when I can. Don't be a drunk idiot when you come down here for WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. I would advise you not to, especially if I'm out there. And there's going to be lots of wrestlers walking around the city, so probably not a good time. Possibly drunk wrestlers. <laughs> uh, before that, we have the January 6th uh, rest, uh, Wildcat show. That is correct. Uh, going down at Meisler Middle School. January uh, 6th. It's going to be... Badass Billy Gunn. Oh, yes. It's going to be... Badass oh. Billy Gunn, Stevie Richards, Hardcore Holly, uh, Luke Hawks, whole, Wildcat Champion, The whole Spade. setup is incredible. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. Uh, it's, it's... I honestly can't wait, especially now that I'm getting off of like my leg being injured. I can't wait. I'm training my ass off to get ready for January 6th. And it's going to be during... Uh, Wizard World's going to be in... Uh, the comic book convention, which is gonna yeah. Be great. So go to Wizard World and go to Wildcat Sports. Yeah, we uh we usually have a a, a, a whole table set up out there mm-hmm. every year. Usually we have it set up, uh, and then we have our show, and then we're still set up the next day. So I mean, if you guys are at WizCon, come see us. Definitely. So there's that show, which you can get tickets for at WildcatWrestling.com. That's correct. And then the first wrestling show, WrestleMania weekend, has gotten crazy, where you can't you it bothers me as a fan because you physically can't go to all the shows you can't there's too much wrestling which is great but it's frustrating when you try to figure out 
all the shows that you want to go to. So the weekend keeps getting, it used to be two days and it was three. Now, now it's, it's, now it's four, like four full days. Yeah. And the first show of the weekend is, is going to be Wildcat Sports. Wildcat, baby. Six o'clock Thursday. April At the 6th, Sugar Mill. Sugar Mill Convention Center. You have to, you get, you can't get tickets on wildcat.com, but you have to go to WrestleCon. That's WrestleCon. correct. Yep. That's correct. You have to go to WrestleCon to get your tickets. Although for some, some of the people in the area, we do what we can. I mean, and we I, got, we stay loyal to our fans. We have loyal fans that are, always coming to the shows yeah and uh we know that they're gonna help and make it big so most definitely if you were coming from out of town to wrestlemania for that weekend do not miss the wildcat show oh we'll be at the show we'll be there so all the people from overseas that know we're coming here for wrestlemania or coming from the rest of the country definitely check out the wildcat show well stone it's been educational having you on the show (laughs) i don't know i wouldn't say that but i mean i i teach what i can teach i mean i've I've been wanting to have you on It, it sucks because I don't know if you know this, but Chris like canceled you to be on the show like seven or eight times, something like that. Didn't right? you know show us twice? I, I believe that was you who no showed me, sir. <laughs> what, what, what was that about? Uh, wanted bigger stars or something like that? I, I think you were talking smack a little bit. There? I would have never said anything. Oh, sorry. I don't think I ever sorry. said anything. Can't like say that, that phrase. Can we say that you phrase? Say talking what? smack. You can say talking smack. You can say talking smack. If we get hit with a lawsuit, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome for us, actually. So, what, what other copyrighted things do you want to say right now? Just start throwing out people's catchphrases. I'm, a, I just, uh, I'm awesome. Believe that. Hulk smash. Oh, no, 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 no. We, you don't want to do oh, Disney. I can't, oh, I can't, you don't want to do Disney, because Disney uh, will, yeah. They'll, they'll buy the show and they'll I shut find, us down. I'll, ta- I'll take an old one. You know what? Hey, Not until they buy Fox. After they buy Fox. What is, hey, what is, it, what is it that little pink dude says? Write that down. Write that down. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, but dude. You're the, the little tw- pink hey, dude. We are in the 21st century. No one uses a pen anymore. No one's going to write <laughs> down. He Type can, it. He, text it. Does he, email he, it. Because he does the hand gesture. He just needs you to change it to the type. That's what I'm saying. Just. Type, type that down. down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hashtag type that I'm down. I'm sure there's someone, someone in the world right now that's got two way that still types, that still types like that. But that's not as beautiful a thing. You know what? That pink flamingo dude is not that beautiful, so it shouldn't be that big of a problem. Our guests don't uh, directly represent what the host of the show feel. Feel. Just it's not reflective or indicative of our yeah, own personal yeah. opinions or opinions feelings. of the guests or his, his, his only. Just want to go ahead. And oh, so you don't too. you don't play favoritism? No, I don't at all. Oh, really? You were my favorite guest today. Really? Because I heard I heard you were hoping for Matt Lancey over me. I am really hoping for Matt Lancey to be on the podcast eventually. And there's that favoritism there's we all know and love, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So anyway, go follow us on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you go follow Wildcat. Go follow Stone on Facebook and, and Instagram. Instagram. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll have links to all that in the show notes page on somewhenerdy.com. Uh, again, man, it, it's really awesome for you to be here. You were Honor. a guy from day one, whenever I first went to a Wildcat show, that really stood out in my head. You, you have the look, you have the moveset, everything. So uh, you. it's really an honor for you to be on the show. He so. really liked that flip you did in the roll, in the Rumble a few months ago. I was Actually, I, I was completely freaked. I really thought you were going to win the Rumble. I thought I was going to win I, the I Rumble. I thought it was, it was completely set. I was I like, thought he's I winning. Was gonna Stone's going to win. I thought I was going to, and, and, then, and then I got cheated. I got cheated. Flex again. I had... Huh? Wasn't it flex? I, it was flex. If he would have let go, I could have taken care of the other two. But he wants to hold on like a little spider monkey. I swear to God, one day I'm going to just end him and just just make everyone happy. And actually, you can watch any of the Wildcat stuff on their YouTube channel, and they have a streaming service, right? And uh, Vimeo. Vimeo. So I'll put a link to that also in the show notes page. You can watch all their matches that they've had over the past few years. Yes, sir. So also, uh, uh, also channel two, my fifty-four. If you're in the uh, in the Louisiana area, 
check it out every saturday and sunday night I, 10 o'clock on saturdays that's correct on my mom actually right. watches it and then she sends me a message after something happens like do you know this person is he nice in real life <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice though yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. and now you, you can answer her about ingrid so yeah there you go, there you yeah. go. well thank you for being with us like man for real it's an honor you were a standout guest wow and i regret being on the show just like that <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have been you your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And I'm Sam Jericho. We'll see you next week on Friday as we release a podcast every Friday, unless we don't. See you next week. <laughs>